Hello and welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings toward our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Okay, guys, so it's been, what, 84 years, but we have finally made it through the year, and uh, season five of Game of Thrones starts tomorrow. Yay! Yay! We did it! This is our special preview episode, which is also a little bit of a drunk cast. Most most of us are drunk. Not comma. Uh (laughs) Most of us are drunk and also have the flu. Oh, yeah. Some of us have a fever. <laughs> okay, so with me tonight, well, I'm Chicky Chickern on Tumblr, in case you didn't know. Um, with me tonight, I have Eon. Hi, this is Eon, and you can find me at Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr, and I can't feel my face right now. Perfect. That's exactly what we wanted to hear. Um, YD. Hi, this is YD, and you can find me at Yellow Delaney on Tumblr. And Guile. Hi, this is Guile. I am Guile and Subterfuge on Tumblr. Yay. And we have Yay. Kama. Hi, this is Kama, and you can find me at Grammar Saves Lives on Tumblr, and I am the sole voice of sobriety on this podcast. <laughs> Get out! Someone has to be. And of course, we have the lovely lot. Hi, I'm the lovely Lot, Lady of Darth. I even posts on Tumblr. Lots wow, even drinking, guys. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yes. I was so, told just show up with a drink and look pretty. So that's what I've done. And you're, you're doing a great job so far. <laughs> so this week, uh, for sure, it, this is a spoilers all podcast because some of us are super, super duper spoiled right now for like literally like the first four episodes. Some of us have been getting some screener spoilers so you know if you are trying to stay spoiler free this maybe is not the podcast for you this week um <laughs> hopefully we Get can out. hopefully we <laughs> can stay away from the big big spoilers but we know it all and we're drinking so it could come out uh, fair warning you're warned um so we haven't podcasted for like a week and a half i guess because we had our special clip show this last week which was awesome that lot put together for us um, and so there's been a bunch of news piling. Well, I shouldn't say there's been a bunch of news piling up because there hasn't been a lot of news, oddly enough, considering that we've been in like the last week before the season premiered. Um, mm. oh, hang what, on, Chicky, do we need to like trigger warn? Oh, we should trigger warn. Yeah, we, we probably should trigger warn for rape discussion because it just always mm. comes up. So it's, it's a good idea. <laughs> Can't <to> help just, <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> I, it, 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 I can even see it. I can see where it will come up in this discussion. Uh-huh. So, yeah, yep. good idea. Thank you, YD. So um, the biggest things that we kind of had the last week where we had a couple of clips released. Um, Carice Van Houten did some press and she um, got to use a really cool clip of Melisandre and Jon Snow at the wall. Did you guys see this? It's hysterical. Yes. I, did I, didn't. Not, I, I didn't see it. Oh, God. Okay, so it's... It's Jon Snow and Melisandre riding the elevator up the wall. And <laughs> long story short. Sorry, I was just thinking they're going to be riding something else soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my laughs> <God>. <laughs> it's clearly where we're going. <laughs> she asks him if he's a virgin. You can't and- just ask people that. Yeah, that's <laughs> rude. On, Mel. That's really rude. Yeah. It um, is in the talk show I saw the clip on the guy. I can't remember. It was a. 
uh, I can't remember the host said something like, you can't ask people if they're a virgin if you're on an <laughs> elevator. And, very true. That's the can't they just talk about the weather like normal people? People right? sure is can't cold. Can't they just like look in opposite directions like in elevators? Yeah. Don't make eye contact, you know? No small talk in the elevator, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. John's like so offended and he's just like, no. He tells her. But it was great. Actually, I thought it was really funny. It kind of makes me really excited to see how that's going to shake out this season. And then the the other good clip we got was Jamie and Cersei. Um, mm. in, we did see this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this one was uh, interesting. Almost kind of a role reversal between Jamie and Cersei as compared to the books. Yes. Mm, I thought. This is the one, right, where they're talking. They're like, they're standing over Tywin and he's talking about the, as the stone, they see the stones on Tywin's eyes, their enemies are going to move in. That one, right? That one, yeah. 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 The one where she, uh, she twits him for having been a king's guard when Tywin yeah. wanted him to be in his heir. And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, how did that happen, Cersei? Right? How did he get there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting that Cersei's the one who's pissed at him. Uh, you know, because we're going to get Jamie this, we're going to get a Jamie this season who, rather than distancing himself from Cersei emotionally, as he does in the books, he's basically going to be a lovesick puppy who's going to be doing anything to to beg her forgiveness, I think. Which... I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I, I mean, he's talked about it being a very elegiac... I don't know how to say the word. Elegiac... We've all been drinking. I don't even know what's happening right now. I could be sober and I still wouldn't know how to say that that word. I can spell it. I can't pronounce it. (laughs) Basically, I think we're going to be seeing a little bit of Jamie trying to please Cersei, at least in the initial episodes. I mean, I don't know how it's going to shake out at the end. And then he'll remember the trips to Ikea and... Right, right. And then he's the going to reunite with Brienne in episode 10. We've got it all planned out. Yes. Right. So I think we're done. <laughs> we're done. Yep, that's episode we over. Great <laughs> podcast, Bye, guys. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I just love the fact that Charles Dance showed up because they paid him to play a corpse. Wouldn't that not be the best? You just get to lay there and sleep. <laughs> right. You get paid. Yes, you know what I... You know what I did like is that uh, I think this is what Gar was referring to in a recent uh, video interview. I think it was with the, was it Huffington Post. Um, Nikolai did say something like uh, he wondered how long it would take, how, how long Jamie could keep up this whole thing with Cersei. And he actually specifically says, does anyone really believe that it's set in stone that once you've decided to love someone, you're going to have to keep doing it? So I thought that was quite interesting. Mm. I think that there's happen? probably several people that I could name that think that. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. We're, we're, we're going to have a lot to talk about on podcast, I think, as far as the Jamie Cersei dynamic goes, at least the beginning. Um, so the other big thing that came out in last week actually wasn't really, um, a, a Game of Thrones related thing, but it was a Sansa chapter from the Winds of Winter. George released one. Um, I, I read it. Did you guys read it? Yeah. I did. So enjoyed it. You read it, Chicky? I did. It's only the second one that I've read, but uh, you know, well, I was, I was scouring it for Jamie and Brienne hints as I think all of us were. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> like, I yeah. Wait. I kept waiting. Yeah. It especially <laughs> the part with a knight beating up another knight. I was like, is that Brienne? Yeah, yeah. I was really show up to that melee, you guys. You know she is. (laughs) She better. Yeah, this big uh, tournament that they're having, 
uh, in the veil. Oh, I think Shadrach is going to nab Sansa and then they'll run into him. Mm-hmm. I think so, that's a, a possibility. It does, I mean, it's pretty clear that he knows who she is, I think, who Sansa is. Yeah, well, the disappointing thing to me about this chapter was how far behind it is in the timeline. I mean, it was supposed to be in dance, clearly, but, it, I mean, you know, there's no hint of, of Marjorie or Cersei being arrested. There's no hint of Dragonstone oh. or the Ironborn mm-hmm. invading or Aegon invading. So, yeah, clearly... That's a good point. Clearly, it's very isolated, the content of that chapter. And even, like, the seasons, too. Like, it was saying that Mm -hmm. there wasn't very much snow or anything in that location Mm -hmm. at that point. Although Littlefinger's hoarding food, so I think there is some some connection to the outside world. I can't help but wonder, too, if, like, GRM, like, purposefully released this chapter right before the season. Like, it seems so I think he totally did, because (laughs) I think that's his little F you to uh, D&D there for the rumors about Sansa and Winterfell. I don't think so at all. I mean, honestly, like, I'm just going to say I don't think that there's any kind of F you to D&D. I mean, he works with them. If you've read, like, some of the, the recent interviews, he works with them. He knows. He's delusional to think that they weren't going to catch up to him, but... <laughs> I think he knows, but, you know, he actually had an FU article. I felt like it was a quiet FU. He had a, an interview where he specifically said he was changing something that couldn't be well, done. That, on, it went out of yeah. his way to say it couldn't be done on the show. Agreed, that was an FU. I, I think there's subtle FUs. Obviously, George is laughing all the way to the bank because he's making, you know, money yeah. hand over fist with this Game of Thrones thing. But, yeah, no, I think it was a quiet, haha, I'm going to get here first. It's the same as the Arya chapter last but year. see, that twist yeah. that he's talking about just tells me that he's literally never going to write the book. Like, it's never going to be done. If you're well, still thinking about well. major twists, no, you're never finishing. He'll get this one uh, done. He'll get this one I'll done. He'll get wins done. I think yeah. he'll get wins done. I mean, I, I um, have... I have not a huge amount of hope that he will finish the series, but I think we'll get wins. Well, not a huge, not a huge amount of hope, especially after seeing the glacial pace of this Sansa chapter. By the way, I mean, yeah. Look, I I, I agree uh, with you. I think it was really slow moving. I think that if it doesn't really get going in the next Sansa chapter, there are going to be issues. Um, I don't know how he's going to propel the story that far forward, though. I don't know if there's going to be some kind of jump. It's interesting, though. Um, I think in terms of her. Compared to her last, um, the last time we saw Elaine, so to speak, in, um, it's what, Feast for Crows, I think, mm-hmm. um, her character's progressed quite a bit. Um, yeah. although it's, I like the hint she that has. she's still Sansa in there somewhere. Um, I don't understand though, is this the chapter that, what's his name that, um, yeah, it was meant to be controversial. Eerie and I'm like, I up. don't really see where the controversy is. <laughs> no, but, I, I agree with you. Absolutely. So close. See, I think it's that she's working, you know, so obviously in tandem with Littlefinger. Like, they are working as a team. Yeah. Actually, Elio yeah. said, Elio said, Elio said what, he, what the controversy was to him. And he thought it was controversial yes. that she was being sexualized with someone other than Sander. He thought yeah, that would be very it's controversial. It's just one person's opinion that we're yeah. talking about. So yeah, okay. I personally didn't find it controversial at all. No, I mean, I mean yeah. controversial to me would have so been mild. her yeah. killing Robin or something. Yeah, yeah. Have, you know. Yeah. Well, but can I go back to what you were saying there, Common, for a bit? Because I actually, I did like the chapter despite the glacial pace of mo- of movement in terms of plot progression. But I liked what you were saying, Common, about we're kind of getting a new Sansa in a way. Like, she's she's harder, she's a bit more world-savvy, and she's also less superficial than she was, which also is probably uh, a matter of her being aged up a little bit as well, getting older. But 
I, I did like what you said about how we sort of have those remnants of her idealism remaining. You sort of get those little flashes throughout the chapter. Like she has these little wistful moments when she, she thinks back to home and her dad and how she used to play with Jane Poole and, and you know, yeah. she, still, she still clearly has these notions of knights and chivalry in a way. It's I think that I kind of entrenched yeah. idealism is hard to shake. And we see those little flashes throughout, which I like. I mean, I, I like the way that, that Sansa is in this chapter a lot. I love seeing her kind of more uh, well, taking charge in a way, taking charge of, of what she's doing. And her interactions with Harry are fantastic. <laughs> I really, really, he, I really He seems like it. such a dick, doesn't oh, he? My oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did make me really sad is like at the banquet they made this huge gigantic lemon cake with all the lim- all their lemons that were there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this one lemon cake and now she will never have lemon cakes. So hopefully there will be lemons again one day. Or hell, she could probably just go to wine. She'll They're probably the name of the maybe. You think so she I learned think- anything from Cersei, she will go to wine, yes. yes. It's interesting with her chapters, and actually with Arya's chapters too that we've seen, it's like they're very dissociative, that they've they've taken on these personas and it's their sort of I guess their psychological defense mechanism to keep going and to keep from shutting down totally. But every, if you read carefully, if you read closely, there are little hints that they are who they are. You know, that their starkness is still there, that they have not totally subsumed themselves into these identities the way the people around them want to be. Like, Arya is Arya. She is not no one. Um, And that Sansa, you know, she remembers her father. She remembers Winterfell. She's in there somewhere. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I agree. It was there very reassuring. There are definitely parallels with Arya and Sansa's chapters in, in in the fact that they're taking on these new personas. But I think Sansa, in a way, more so than Arya, manages to retain more of that starkness, at least from what we can see. I mean, I don't know what's happening Sansa. with Arya. She I, maintains her Sansa-ness, I would say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was reassuring to me. I was I was happy to read it. I was like, okay, you know what's great about this is no matter what we run into this season on the show with Sansa, in the book, she's somewhere that I feel like I understand. <coughs> I guess I'll put it She will always... So. Fucking love lemon cakes, okay? Yeah. There was no yeah. dark Sansa, no dark no. Sansa there. No, no. Speaking of, of dark Sansa, um, it's interesting on the show that they are keeping her in her Elaine persona because we're kind of getting hints that she's actually going to be Sansa again mm-hmm. on the show. Did you guys notice that they had her still in the black dress and she's like wearing this huge mockingbird? I yep. don't know if it's like a pendant or whatever in like yeah. some of the trailers. Did you guys see that stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think Is she it still has her. That- uh, her car part necklace too. So um, is it possible that Roos knows who she is, but yes. Ramsey doesn't? Yes, she does. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Roos knows. I think Ramsey knows too. I think everybody knows. There's actually yeah, been information out that Littlefinger and Roos have a discussion about this. Right. And how no, I mean, I, it's going to affect Roose their knows. relationship with the Lannisters, you know, having Sansa and that sort of thing. Well, and we, we got a, a hint that a servant also recognizes. So I think it's just she's just going to be Sansa, is I think the yeah. impression that we have um, in Winterfell. Um, yeah, no, she looked she she looked she looked still very Elaine-ish, though. It was interesting. There's a lot of black this season that everybody's wearing. Yeah. Cersei's all in black. Everybody's in mourning in King's Landing. But the that new costume. <laughs> there's a lot of new costume, at least in Dorne, where things are slightly more colorful. I like anything the stuff from like, King's I... Landing up is going to be shot in the dark 
plane and anything <laughs> adorned will be in broad daylight. We're not gonna get status. Just turn up your contrast. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna Dude, get status. I've done everything. <laughs> even 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 with getting some eye procedures, Kama, you you, you don't think you're gonna get? I've been rewatching season four with my new eyes, so to speak, and I gotta <laughs> tell you, you guys, <laughs> still like watching stuff in the fucking dark. Damn I- it! <laughs> she, she still gets right up against the TV when status oh. is on screen. Yeah, that ain't because it's too dark. You can't <laughs> see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not me. It's it. You know. Let's have a battle in the dark with everyone in black. No, going back though to the Dornish costume, I really like the Dorn stuff. I think those those uh, tunics look great. That yellow and I and don't know. I love him. the yellow print that Hota has. Oh, like I want oh, a skirt. Yes. I want like a quarter like a corduroyish skirt made out of that to wear with like brown boots and shit. Would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what I have to say is is that. Jamie's Dornish costume needs more bare chest because if yes. I'm wearing bare chest, why not Jamie? It's like a you know of, like figure skaters have that nude panel in their outfits. So that's kind of what this thing is like. Ew, I don't like that. With like hair mushed up against it, that's not a good look. Have to sit through Jamie and excellent Dornish adventure. I want my chest cleavage. Damn it. The one that I have like a bit of uncomfortableness with is um that Rosabelle Laurenti Sellers. She's one of the sand snakes. She plays tiny she sand. She um <laughs> she's she also the one with the whip. Yes, and like she's wearing like she has she's fucking a whip around. She's got like a leather bikini thing on, but she's also Mia and Me, which is like a show I watch with my daughter on Netflix. <laughs> she plays like this fairy, and <laughs> I'm not comfortable with that. Oh, the one, who's the one in the I Dream of Jeannie costume who's going in the trailer? It looks like she's trying to seduce uh, I Jamie. Bra- I think that's someone in Bravos. Yeah, that's yeah, that in Bravos. Bravos. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. No one's seducing Jamie, comma. Yeah, like that. Just <laughs> Braun. Only Braun. Oh, only Braun. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ron and Jamie, I could get behind that. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the actual Brainy. You know how costume <laughs> I was to say, you know whose costume I don't like is Daenerys's, that white, crisp, yeah. like, foggy she's type. She's wearing a lot of white yeah. this season. Why I feel like she's wearing a lot of She is the lord and savior of the world. Jackie. It looks way <laughs> too <laughs> polished <laughs> and way too mm-hmm. The reason that they can't ever put her in red or, like, something that I isn't can, blue and white. I don't know what the red aversion is with her. It's a little weird. I keep expecting it to pop up, and it just never does. Maybe they it, think it doesn't pop against the oranges and whatnot of her typical scenes, because no one's wearing red in those The scenes. other thing that drives me crazy with her costumes, um, and I've, I've blogged about this on Tumblr, they're very reminiscent of the costume designers' um, choices for a lot of Kirk's women in the original Star Trek it oh, looks God. like so I have that written down. It looks William Ware Tice. You look at her dresses, and then you go watch the original Star Trek, and it, there's some blonde chick who's you know half of her tits are hanging out or they're cutouts. It's very much the same kind of costuming. I remember and a lot more it, leg in Star Trek, though. Am I crazy? You know, those all mini skirts. Oh yeah, yeah but yeah. like. Uh, you know what? I will put it on our blog. Um, I'll some of the costumes I'm thinking of because it's. But last season she had that dress with the cutouts on the side and the kind of cross tying. It's very much like you know they Side-back. go to an alien culture and 60s. there's some chick in a '60s updo. It's 
it's very much William Ware Thice. I like her costuming. I think I think Danny gets some of the best stuff on the show, frankly. I was going to say, actually, really, I quite liked her white scaly dress. It kind of looks like she has wings, which I like. <laughs> I don't she like her does. acid wash jeans. The only time I actually liked her costuming was she was in her Dothraki wear. I like that stuff. Yeah, that stuff was good. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we probably beat the costuming to death. I mean, we talked about about Arya. No, what about Arya, though? Oh, yeah, Arya gets to wear a skirt finally. (laughs) That's a big one. That's a big change. Arya's growing her skates with the hair and. uh, I like it. You don't like it? I no, like it. You know what I liked about it? I like the net um, kind of look that Belt has. thingy, right? Yeah. I mean, if it's Bravos, it makes yeah. sense. Right? They'd be fishing with right. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. Hey, wait. What about Stannis and Fur? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, is he wearing anything You're... underneath, Guy? <laughs> is he just <laughs> wearing caps or what? Are you, like, in reality <laughs> or in my imagination? <laughs> Kama's going to have her thing. nose pressed to the TV <laughs> screen to tell us what he's wearing underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Looking, you know, skin. if Again, he did, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this man is so hot. He doesn't need to to take clothes off. That he doesn't so need to wear fur. He's that hot. He's oh, already God. hot enough. No one's that hot. Um, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. <laughs> I actually mail. saw. I mail. saw. Did you guys see the article today where they were predicting the main characters who might die, and that Stannis was actually the the highest predicted? Yeah, in wow. No, no he's not gonna die. Stannis is not going to die this season. Yeah, I don't think so either. Who, who do you think will die? For the next season, he's gone. And I think the oh, yeah, for sure. Fulton's yeah. along with Jaime. But I think they might do the John fake out this season. That's what I. Yeah, think. I think they've got it. But who who else? I mean, like we're getting these we're getting these death predictions. We know Barristan, but like who else do we think? Well, don't we know that we know that Barristan and Grey Worm both go in at four. Um, Morris. Mm. Torment. I think Loras too, yeah. Torment, I've heard. Yeah. Torment has been rumored. Um, yes. Like, they um, did back Kevin, off one of those rumors. Kevin. Kevin Pycelle. Pycelle. You know, it's I wouldn't be surprised if Peter... Oh. I think he might be going at this season or, or early next. You may be right. It might be this season, actually. I mean, yeah, I mean, Especially there was that... He's going to die in the veil. Wasn't there a rumor that... Um, yeah. Bruce mm. puts Peter in his place, which I can't wait to see. I don't well, know. If that's, I think that's before he, he goes does, to King's Landing, though. Yeah, he so we heads know he back to King's that. Landing in episode yeah. four. Oh, he's called back to King's Landing in episode four by Cersei, apparently. So, and also so, there's that scene with him and Orlando in the brothel, which yeah. is in King's Landing. I you know, actually, you guys, if he's in Winterfell in episode four, it will be really interesting from a logistical standpoint when we see him in King's Landing. See who? Oh, for time. Little finger. Mm. Little finger. Good He'll point. just in episode the time five. machine. He'll show up next episode. What about be... Loris? What about Loris? Yeah. I'm worried All about Loris. All signs seems to point to yes that Loris is going to bite it. Unfortunately, I actually wouldn't be shocked if Marjorie goes this season either. Oh, what? No. Ah! That would shock me. I don't know about what. I don't know about Marjorie. They love Nat Dormer. They love her. I, I, but I think I if Cersei's walk is in episode nine, and then. I don't think that Marjorie would die in episode 10. Yeah. And it's hard to imagine Marge going before Cersei. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I never Marge know. Will go I don't think that she's going to bite it this season. I, I think, think she's so. dying fast in the books, and I wouldn't be surprised if she went this season. She's my the thing is, though, is that they've totally changed her. I mean, in the books, she's she's really so much more of a bit player, whereas in the show, they've really pushed her to the forefront. 
I mean, that's interesting, though, because, you know, if it's a consummated marriage and Tom and dad, ooh, that, you know, that certainly changes the politics of Marge's status, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm. if there's no child, she's just a widow. I mean, right. she, she could fake How long one. are they going to wait? She could fake one, too. They just That's fake it until she gets do. one in. Oh, God. It's like days of her lives now. <laughs> Pregnancy. Well, my question is, my question is <laughs> that if, if you know what? They throw her in a room somewhere, they lock her up, she delivers the baby, and then there's an accident. I mean, yeah, but she could hold on. I don't think they'd. Now, could she forget that she delivered the baby? And then, like, 20 years from now, she gets confronted with the child who's actually hers. In the books, my sense is she's going to end up being sent to be, like, a silent sister somewhere, which would be the most ironic fate for this poor woman. Who is, in the books, three husbands and never... (laughs) That would be horrible. Well, we should probably just say, the rumor is that Marjorie and Tommen are consummating their marriage this season. Yeah, isn't that awkward sex season? Yeah, it is. How is that confirmed? People who have seen the the screeners, several people have said said similar things, people who have seen the screeners. Apparently, uh, there's a scene where you don't actually see the sex itself, but you hear some of it, and then you cut to Tommen, and he looks like all his Christmases have come at once. So, uh, <laughs> he's definitely, oh, I think no. it's definitely in there. Oh, so, yeah. to like play with Lady Whiskers? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was, was he Sir Pounce in that scenario? Wait, is I Lady Whiskers so. a euphemism? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think so. <laughs> I'm just so uncomfortable with this. I don't I like wish this. they were not I, uh, doing it. It's not I really mean, good. Yeah. I get, I've seen some arguments where people are like, you know, it's so clear that the actor is so much older. But I'm like, you could have made that argument with, with Sophie Turner and, and exactly. uh, Peter Dinklage. And yet they and didn't do it. it would not have it. been cool. It wouldn't well, have been cool. And this isn't any cooler. I mean, you know, it's just as bad. Well, didn't like Natalie Dormer refuse to do any sort of scene last season? Oh, did she? Yeah, she did. Yeah, she but totally. Oh, really? With yeah. what? With her. Well, with her. her... Keeper, the scene was a little, yeah. um, like, I think it was giving him a kiss on the head versus a kiss other places. Oh. <laughs> other places? Yeah. That's lips, dirty, right? On the lips, right? <laughs> what about Kevin Lannister, though? Like, if there's uh, no Varys in King's Landing? But... I'm so... Well, there might be. I mean, Varys isn't in... Varys isn't at Dags and whatever the pit. So, I mean, Varys can very well go back. And I think he'll go back to Dorne. And I think he might go back to King's Landing. I don't Kevin. think he's going to Dorne. I don't I don't. Well, think Varys has his little sparrows, too, right? It wasn't yeah. his little I think he'll head birds. back to King's Landing. I think he'll be there to kill Kevin, probably. This was my one... I was so pissed that he, like, they used him in seasons one and two, and then he disappeared. And I was like, my one consolation was... Well, if they don't bring him back, you know, at least in the show verse, he'll still be alive somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. He actually joins a small council this season, right? Does he? Is he the master at arms? Something. There's actually a scene where yeah. uh, there's still like it's a very hostile relationship he still has with Cersei. So in that regard, it's still reflective of yeah. what's in the books. Because I think there's actually a line that he says to Cersei where he says, "You know, I'm not going to do this because you command it. I'll only do it if the king asks me himself." So mm. I, I think he's yeah. fairly true to Kevin. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Absolutely, that's why yeah, I like it because it's but. clear in. Uh... In feast that he's got no use for her, and he's. No. Mm-hmm. 
I'm glad glad they're keeping the tension there. I'm glad they're Mm -hmm. taking the tension. Yeah. I got got to say the one thing I'm really excited about with Kevin coming back, though, is Lancel will be back. (laughs) I'm so excited for Lancel. And that actor is finally gotten past. I'm sorry. I was saying, I don't think he's going to get to be funny. <laughs> no, it does sound, I don't know. It does sound quite sober. The, he has a conversation with Cersei, I think, in the first episode where he uh, he actually apologizes to her for, for what was it, offering sexual temptation. <laughs> <laughs> it's not treason if you don't I'm come so inside. Sorry. Uh, oh. I'm so sorry oh. that I was just too irresistible, Cersei. I just <laughs> love the idea, though, that Jamie might finally get an inkling that Cersei did the shit when he was out. Well, he's not out. Well, <laughs> I don't think they're going to go there. There's yeah. been ah. mention of that in any of the summaries of the first four episodes. I, I, mean, I, I actually asked someone with screeners, yeah. I was like, can you give me just a yes or no? Does Jamie talk to Lancel? And the answer is no. No, but Sorry, I don't I mean, mind that because I don't boy. mind him. Sorry. I don't mind him want, you know, being disillusioned with her not just because she cheated on him, but because of who she is. Like, I actually like that. I like that breaking up the relationship a little bit better. I guess my question would be, how does that happen, though, if he's leaving That's in the it. second episode What's, and he's already, a, and at that point, he's still trying hmm. to stay in her good graces. So what, yeah, what is the problem? Yeah, I don't know, but his That's comments on the season you. seem to indicate it does. Like, he right, really and- talked about it's very introspective from from what Nikolai said. So I think there is something and I yeah I don't know how that's going to happen but it certainly sounds like it is well I have a question and I'm I mean this may relate to Tyrion I'm not sure someone else but there was a someone mentioned something about a character in I think episode three throwing a personal effect into the ocean I mean I assume Arya well, yeah, it might be, or Tyrion yeah. even. I'm not sure. I mean, my mind immediately went, oh, wow, I wonder if Jamie learned something about Cersei and, like, chucked something in the ocean. Jamie's throwing, like, a sapphire into the ocean. Oh, like, God. Kinda, like, <laughs> a sapphire, really? <laughs> with, with the weird look on his face. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what it's going to be. Arya's going to throw her needle into the ocean and somehow it's going to hit Gendry who's out there rowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! The Arya shippers! Oh, oh that would be amazing. That would be the best thing ever. <laughs> oh god. You know, I think they had they had their opportunity to set this stuff up. This has happened before with these guys. They have opportunities to set stuff up to make it work better. And they just seem to be really resistant to doing that. So I really don't know how it's going to happen, the Jamie-Cersei split. But maybe that could be wrong. I I don't know how it's going to happen. Because we've heard absolutely no evidence of the people that have seen the first four episodes that anything... Well, I don't want to say anything negative goes down between Jamie and Cersei because obviously Cersei's really, really pissed at him. But all we've heard so far from the people that have seen the first four is that Jamie is really just wanting to get back into her good graces. There's no sort of 
argument or hostility so much from his end. So where is that going to come into play? Is he going to hear something when he's in Dawn? Is it just not going to happen? Maybe Marcella's going to say, like, you idiot. What do you think her, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You think she's so great? I don't want to go back to that nut. This is why, you know. I don't know. going to be like, one, and this one time I walked in on Mummy and Lancel having sex. (laughs) It's like Ron, who's been, who's certainly, you know, he's been in all the fucking places in King's Landing. He knows his shit. (laughs) Or it's just, or, you know, it's Ilaria who is in, you know, this deep, incredible mourning for Oberyn. I mean, he's going to be in a situation where there's people that actually are in, like, mutually beneficial, healthy relationships, apparently. And, you know, maybe that's eye-opening for him. Like, wow, people actually can love each other in a healthy way. (laughs) Maybe I should think about doing that. (laughs) Or maybe Alaria is just going to tell him about that time she had a threesome with Cersei and Oberyn. <laughs> if that happened and we did not see it, I would be so, <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that would be because I would have loved something like that. Oh, I mean, we all would. We all would. Oh, oh god. So I, I suppose we could kind of segue from that back around to Brienne from Jamie. We know that Brienne is going north with Podrick. Um, We're pretty sure she's going to end up in Winterfell or somewhere around there. Uh, What are the thoughts? I mean, there's a lot of speculation that she may end up going after Stannis or that she's just going to try to save Sansa. I mean, what could happen once she gets there? We really don't know. I recently received some information that Brienne's little line that we he- we heard in that initial preview we've got, that little tiny, what do they even call it? It's kind of like a teaser. Yeah, where she talks about nothing is more hateful than failing to yep. protect the, one you, the ones you love is about Renly. Um, there's actually a, a bit of dialogue. Can we read this out on podcast or is it too spoilery? Maybe we shouldn't read it. I mean, like, I, we, we can talk about the fact that okay well it's in it's in reference to Renly and it kind of indicates that you know Stannis is still on Brienne's mind basically well I think that Stannis is going to play that role of Brienne having to choose between what is right and what is the oath that she made I mean if she doesn't get it with Stoneheart she could get that with Stannis if if it's a situation where Mm. Stannis you mean like like a a situation where she either has to Save Sansa or kill Stannis. Right. Or just, you know, hey, Sansa, Stannis is on Sansa's side now. Like, worlds colliding, mm. cats and dogs sleeping together, whatever. <laughs> well, I heard okay. hints that possibly, although we may not see it, there's um, an indication that um, uh, that Sansa, like Arya, rejects Brienne's offer of help. Yeah. Yeah. Which, well, I, I can see why these girls would do it. I mean, this woman's walking around with right. a Lannister sword. I mean, it totally makes sense. And the oh, you Sansa know. knows, and you know, Sansa obviously knows Pod and knows, you know, yeah, but he works for two. Well, yeah, I mean, he, I think you know, Sansa could very well think Pod. You know, Pod obviously works for the Lannisters, so I don't right. blame her. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so it is, it is interesting that Brienne and Sansa have seen one another before, and so they, you know, Sansa definitely will have some impressions about Brienne, and they will be very Lannister-related, you would think. Well, she <laughs> wished Joffrey well on his wedding day. Yeah. That certainly, you know... Yeah, the yeah, one. 
I'm sure we're going to see just a really frustrated Brienne. She's going to have to deal with rejection. She's just going to be running around the river ran- Riverlands right now. Well, I just on, like though. having to deal with chopping like, chopping like wood with her sword. Yeah, chopping she's going to be really pissed off. Rumor well, has it. Rumor has it. Um, she's hitting Moat Kalen at some point in the first four episodes, so she's definitely headed north. She's north. north. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding out hope for Vale Hile. <laughs> oh God! There's no Hile. There's no I'm going to hold out hell. hope that Kevin makes it through, so you and I can be on that same boat. Delusional boat. Yeah, have our own delusional teams. Let's Total be honest. Delusion. <laughs> delusion 2015. Okay, yeah. so. Um, I guess we haven't really talked much about the whole John Stannis storyline at the wall. Um, everybody, yeah, everybody's saying this is the best storyline of the season in the first four episodes, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, there is supposedly a scene between Stannis and Shireen that (gasps) has everyone just gaga for Stannis. I can't wait for this. It sounds like it's going to break your heart if you have one. It, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like, and this is from what everyone's saying about the first four eps, that they're really fleshing Stannis out this season, which is so sorely needed. I mean, we spent yeah. some time discussing this on one of the previous episodes, um, <laughs> that what they've seemed to be focusing on the Stannis in the show is really more of his negative aspects. So what it sounds like to me is they're really – humanizing Stannis this season um and it does sound also that we're going to get a bit more of his dry wit with his interactions with yeah. John which I am so looking forward to I you can't have no wait. Idea. Well, yeah yeah I heard I read something and I feel like it's I feel like someone's trolling me because it's all I ever wanted where they actually yeah. they actually alluded to the Liana Mormont note which would be the greatest thing in the world oh that would be awesome wow but that can't be true like that's no because they've done nothing with the Mormonts but well, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you this uh, to back that up. You know what they do? Oh, go ahead, Chiki. That 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 has been suggested, so it, it could be in play. There have been mm-hmm. a couple of mentions in some of the reviews that have been out that um, there is a little bit of of Northern Lord activity, and so I think of that Umber might mention be. is that yes. what it is? I there there has been talk of Umber stuff having been on oh. on Rick set. And, I mean, I expect know. to see Umber. Oh, right. I expect to see some Umbridge. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are we going to have any sort of more crossover? Wyman, Mandalay, or get the fuck out. Yes. Wyman. We'll need some I more know. members. Look, that's right my, now, that's my the implication is that it's the Boltons <laughs> and that they're the only game in town. And that shouldn't be the case. Specifically, or particularly after last season in the Lion King bit where Roos was telling <laughs> Ramsey about how the North is bigger than all the, the other kingdoms Everything's combined. The light touches, <laughs> they own it all. <laughs> Everything the light touches, my son. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, God. no, look, I, the John Stannis wall stuff, I think is, is going to be this season's saving grace for me, at least for Ugh. the first four apps. It's, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And it I sounds mean, like, honest, yeah, that's the best stopping into a coma. Yeah, it sounds it like we're getting some really awesome stuff. I don't know how far into it we should go, Chicky. Um, go for it. What are we talking about? Oh, I was talking about. Well, we know, is it episode four when we get the, well, we're not actually getting the line, fetch me a block, but we're getting that. And then we get the Stannis nod of approval. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like Reddit might literally go down. And I mean that in every <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Think of 
all the John Stannis fanfic that's just going to be out there. It'll be awesome. Oh yeah, and and John Mel because oh, apparently Jamie. Just apparently the John and Melisandre thing just keeps developing throughout the season. So. I mean, the question is, are they actually going to bang this like season? Heads. He does. Sounds like they come he close. Does. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, what do we think? I mean, I feel like they're probably going to include the the John stabbing this year. I mean, what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think so. Episode ten seems like it. Yeah, yeah. I think it seems like the thing to do. It's probably going to be episode ten. of months. the cliffhanger. We all know it's mm-hmm. a fake out. He's alive. Well, him getting stabbed, no, like Mel looking. They at can't help it. And ghost eyes go like red. <laughs> so there's one more thing at the wall that we haven't discussed, and it's really important material. Mance. <laughs> no, no, no. Fat pink mass. I think I think fat oh. pink mass deserves a mention. Um, what do you guys think? Do you think they're gonna do full on Sam Gilly sex? What what's what's so? It could oh, happen. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think they'll do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't see why they care. Why they wouldn't? To be honest. All right, sounds good. I'm, I'm much more <laughs> interested in Mance. But okay. Let's <laughs> okay. Talk about. Let's talk about Mance. We we know that that Mance is going to be. Burninated. Burned. 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 Yeah. So they're not going to go with the whole radish, rattle shirt, glamour shot? I don't think so. Glamour, like glamour shot? <laughs> glamour shot. <laughs> yeah, the glamour Glory necklace holes? thingy. Uh, oh my gosh. You know, but these people, they piss me off. They cast Siren Hines, who's this amazing actor, and he gets, what, a combined 10 minutes of screen time in what? Three, you four know, seasons. I, I think you have to just put him in that list of of, of season three storyline doors that they opened and then decided they didn't really want to walk through. There's they had some baby. really big castings. We got a good casting for the Blackfish and for Edmure Tully and for, you know, Mance yeah. Rayner. And then they just really didn't end up using them. I think they intended to probably when they were writing season three. They thought that it and was then something they just... they'd do a lot with. And then... I think, I think by, just by virtue of seeing who they cast, you can tell that they probably had a bigger role in mind. But yeah, I think you're right. I think that it's yeah. just one of those storylines that they... Well, I mean, oh, it, it was after this point that they had their sit-down with George and, and had George finally map out the mm-hmm. end game for them, and they really did seem to kind of switch some gears. So I, yeah. I'm just bitter, because yeah. that's Captain Wentworth and Julius Caesar and, he's and God knows how many other roles. And it is a real shame that that is a shame. Yeah, well, it is a shame. And you guys know I'm like the biggest show apologist on this podcast, and you know, Mance, <laughs> it's not, Mance it's is the one that kills me because I, you know, I'm gonna get a little emotional. I've had a few drinks. But Mance is like my dad. Like every characteristic, yeah. like almost Aww. every characteristic of Mance is like literally my dad. Like that's him. Mm-hmm. And they kind of took away like. They took away his great story about the cloak and like why why he actually left the Night's Watch because he just didn't want to deal with that chicken shittedness, you know. And uh, and then they cast Kieran Hines, who if you guys haven't seen the Ivanhoe that he's Sir Brian de Bois Gilbert, watch it. Oh my god! There's an 11 minute clip of just his interactions with Rebecca, which it's literally the sexiest thing ever on the face (laughs) of the earth. That no sex actually happens. I think that was my favorite amazing actor playing this character who I just have a very personal connection to 
and you know nothing became of it which is really frustrating so i mean i I guess i'm kind of like well you might as well kill him you didn't really do anything with them make me Aww. make me stop caring i guess whatever it does wow. sound like they're giving D&D. him see i finally got to say it <laughs> it does Uh-oh, sound like it does you. sound like they're really trying to give him a lot of material in the in the first episode though and they are trying to give you know make it worth yeah. casting him yeah well, i mean give him <laughs> his motivation and make him awesome but yeah. i mean he's but he you know he could have been awesome for a long time i agree we could have had it all guy we could have we could have had it all <sighs> Oh, sorry. Well, I, I didn't mean to get overly emotional, but it's Mance. Sorry. Oh, great. Oh, I think we all understand somehow. Yeah. We all so, somehow have emotional attachments to, to several of these characters. So <laughs> speaking of changes from the books, let's talk about, you know, what 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 we wish we could see from Feast and Dance in season five that maybe golden we're not sure we will. Slap. Yeah, golden bitch slap. Oh, okay, let's say other than the golden bitch slap. That's a given. I, you know, I, I would I, really I, like is Go like the Manderleys. I really want the Manderleys yeah. with uh, North yeah, members yeah. and like yeah. the like Frey Pie. Yeah. The Frey uh, Pie. And we're not going to get that. You know, man, what I was, you know, I've been rereading Dance and I was just rereading the scene with um with Davos and Wyman and Manderley. And my God, that is that is an amazing chapter. <laughs> like I... Mm. Oh, it's, it's a real shame. They can't, I know, I realise why they can't, why they're not including it, but... Yeah, and like Barbie Dunstan and like talking about how Brandon Stark screwed her and then left her and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Barbary Dunstan. Mm-hmm. I wanted her, and I know I'm not going to get her. Well, and Jenna other... and Davin. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a given. And then my last, if I had to pick three, Alice Carr Stark. Who just? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, you can't understand like, why. Yeah, I, I get why. It's just, but it's a great when story. When I look at the books, what I loved about the, those characters, and I'm gonna put Jenna and Davin in their own little, like, aside right now. I liked Wyman Manderley. I particularly like his granddaughter. I just like these women who were so yes. emblematic of what the North was all about to me. And I, I just love this Alice Carstark who's like, I'm not going to, you know, be involved with this conspiracy and marry my, co-, you know, no, fuck that. And she's going to marry the Fen guy. And mm-hmm. I, I just and like that. afraid of her. He's <laughs> <laughs> now a cannibal and is therefore not really a feasible thing. But yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a really like you're restricting your options a bit. <laughs> <laughs> It is a real shame that we're not getting a lot of the northern ladies, I have to say, because there are some really strong characters in yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, we uh, never got Daisy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Real shame. It really is. I, I think the thing I'm going to miss the most is just the Quiet Isle. I think that's the one thing yeah. I was really hoping oh, would yeah. somehow get in. and it's. Just- I feel like we'll I- get to the Quiet Isle at some point, because, I mean, Sandra's not dead. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. I kind yeah. of agree. I think so. I hope so. I hope so. We could see him in Boston with Jamie and Brienne united. Well, I mean, honestly, you <laughs> might not get to the Quiet Isle until, like, the White Walkers are bearing down on it. I mean, it literally might not be until then, if you think about Danny's visions of seeing that on the Trident. The trident, yeah, yeah. Could, be. could be, yeah. Look, I'm gonna miss the quiet eye this season, too. Um, and I guess <laughs> related, uh, I'm also gonna miss obviously, and I think we all are Jamie's Riverlands piece tour. Is it too late for that? I was gonna say the, biggest... the brackens in the Blackwoods. Oh my god, yeah. I was gonna say the biggest... it out. Yeah, and pack. Oh, what is it that you, what is it that you want in a woman, my lord? 
What were you going to say, Lot? Oh, I was going to say, I think the biggest disappointment will never be getting to see Stoneheart. Mm. Mm. I yeah. still believe. I still believe. Yeah. I'll always hold out hope for that. I but... do not believe. I feel like I'm going to be waiting until the very done. end of the very last episode of the very last season. Even after all the White Walkers have, done, have, have come and the Whites have come and everyone's dead, Carl and I are still going to be waiting for Stoneheart. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think it's come and gone. I think it's. Same here. Sorry, Lot, you were going to say something? I was just saying, like, no, like, cinematically, I don't know how you. Do not pick up on Stoneheart. How do you not have that in this? I think it's because that you're already going to have... See, I think it's because you're going to have one major resurrection, and if you have multiple major resurrections, they lose all... Death loses all meaning. Yeah, well, George... And I think it's a mistake for George. I I think it's a stupid plot. You know, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, It's it's not one of my favorite book plots uh, at all. Catelyn's Resurrection is not. I've I've released that, that that's not going to happen. I've I've come to terms with it. So I'm just going to be bitter about things like Barbary Dunstan not being there or Alistair <laughs> Stark and Wyman Manderley and, you know. And Stannis okay. not having good lighting. Well, let's let's talk, though. There are some things that I'm happy that I think the show oh, probably yeah. won't quite do um, that are from the books. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, there's although, a bunch although of those. I've, be- I've become to be a little bit worried. My number one is that I did not want to see Jane Poole and Ramsay Bolton's... Uh, I think we're not, I don't think we're going to, look, whatever we get in terms of that, I think it's going to be severely toned down. Um, oh. Sophie Turner has talked about uh, how she felt about what she filmed this season. And she said that, I think it was on a traumatic event scale of one to 10, where 10 is the red wedding. Uh, she would give her scenes this season a six. Um, I think it's really unlikely God uh, would keep this kind of thing in, um, the kind of, well, we all know what happens. We all know what happens with Ramsey and Jane. Um, like light groping, maybe. We're, yeah. we're fortunate in that they're filming in Belfast, and whether or not Sophie Turner is of age, her character is not of age, and I think there are limits as to what they can do. Yeah, Which makes are. me very happy because I, if that is never seen, you that is one book thing I will be ecstatic about. I don't think they want to film that either. I mean, no. I just, that's not something anyone wants to film at, at all. And oh, anybody yeah. got anything else? Is that everybody's number one? Please don't make me watch this show. No, <laughs> I'd say please don't There's make me watch this There's a bunch of the Greyjoy stuff. I'm, I'm happy that they're not going yeah. there. It's mostly the extreme cruelty that ends up happening. Um, mm. Um, yeah. Was it that scene where the daughters are raped while they're, oh, mm. yeah, I don't need to see that stuff. I, I'm not unhappy that they are, at least this season, leaving out the Greyjoy uncles. I find them fairly tedious in the books. So I'm boring pirates yeah. pirating boringly. Right. Boring, <laughs> I would just be happy pirate. if they just, they just show Bal and Greyjoy fall from the cliff of Pike. <laughs> at least a just thing. have that and then they could jump to Dorne or whatever they want to do. Three second what thing I mean that they said that, that would be like the very last scene of the TV show will be Pale and Greyjoy still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and then Catelyn Stark appears as Lady Stark. <laughs> I want that. Okay, Gendry. So, so Gendry will roll back in. <laughs> okay, so Whitey, you mentioned the, the bitch slap, the golden bitch slap. Yes. And, I've been operating under the assumption that some version of it will be in. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it would happen, especially with Bronn. 
There's actually a spoiler that Jamie bitch slaps one of the Dornish people, but I yeah. don't think that's in relation to Brienne. Yeah. I think, no. and I think Nikolai himself actually mentioned that Jamie's learnt that his golden hand is uh is, a, a is can be a weapon, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like we're just gonna have a season of Jamie bitch. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody, go around the circle. Lot, do you think the bitch slap is in or out? I think we already had it in a way. I think they totally fucked it up and perversed it by having Braun bitch slap Jamie with oh, the golden hand. Yeah, we did have that. It's time for Jamie's revenge, Lot. So Lot thinks it already happened. Guile, how about you? It's happening. It's on. It's on like Don- how? How? Uh, Braun's gonna say something, blah blah blah. That big bitch, whatever, and then Jamie's gonna, you know, call her Brienne, blah blah, blah and then he's gonna ride off to <laughs> her. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, and comma. You can see my gestures. During- <laughs> <laughs> we need a video cast. Comma in or out, bitch slap. I don't think we're getting it. Okay, Eon. I'm totally with Gall. I think it's gonna happen with Braun. And YD. Mm, I think it could happen, and I feel like if it does. Because we got a spoiler saying, didn't we get a spoiler saying that Jamie tells John that he, uh, Bron that he could find him a suitable wife yeah. at some point? Yeah, yeah, that's a better wife with a better castle. Yeah. So what if that? What if he suggests Brienne and then Bron refuses, telling him that you know, oh, really ugly. and also it's pretty clear Jamie hmm. that you want a piece of that, and then there's a bitch slap. I like oh, that. That's one. I'd love that. it if that happened. <laughs> Way to wedge that in with an actual spoiler. Good job. <laughs> So in Palmer and Giles' boat of delusion. <laughs> okay, so we talked a little bit about Brienne's final storyline this season and that maybe she'll have some dilemmas. Do we think they're going to do her hanging scene, even if it isn't Lady Stoneheart? I feel like that's such a dramatic scene. I maybe don't have think her that there's going to be one. I feel like that is really linked to Stoneheart. Does yeah. Hang- I feel like it... What would be... <sighs> They'd have her in a pyre about to be burned or something, or pot Mm, about to be burned. Mm, I don't think they're going to do that. Which, yeah, that would be interesting. I don't think that there's going to be any hanging. Maybe she will be like sort of like maimed in some instance, like maybe scarred a little bit. They're going to downplay it, kind Mm. of, and with like you know just the scar across his face he mm-hmm. might just she might just get like a little scar of some sort like from some sort of scuffle with some sort of fight with another we know she's definitely doing some fighting this season yeah, she's doing a lot of totally. fighting i think yeah the that scene mentioning. with her on the horse and the jousting that's fucking awesome Looks I really love cool, that. Actually. is it bad yeah. that i was watching in total alarm for podrick who's like in the middle of those two horses going no <laughs> it wasn't yeah. a rough spot. Yeah. yeah, I just I don't see any hanging with Brienne in this in in this universe. I kind of like I the idea of it. a possibility of a pyre of of Stannis wanting to burn her. That that could happen. It'd be interesting. Well, she does have that Targaryen blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently so. She'll be burnt, and then she will rise from the flames. With dragons. <laughs> With dragons. <laughs> and Lady Stoneheart. And Lady Stoneheart. I'm never letting it go, Lord. I'm never letting it go. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> okay, so we can't have like a spoilery prediction y podcast without talking about what we think our final predictions might be for Jamie and Brienne. Is there any possibility of a reunion in season five? And if not, what would the reunion be like in season six? We'll just assume that there will be one. <laughs> Anybody got anything? I, 
I could see something happening like Jamie will get word about Brienne somehow or some dilemma she's in. And then he'll also be told of Cersei's situation at King's Landing. And then he'll have to make a choice. Does he go to Brienne or does he go to save Cersei? And he Put goes, it in the Brienne! Fire. Put it in the fire. So I think that a reunion, as much as I hate to say it, a Jamie and Brienne reunion is very unlikely to be this season for two reasons. I think that, well, we know Jamie. Jamie's still in Dawn in episode nine, right? Brienne's going north. Uh, So even with the time machine, right? Even with Littlefinger's jetpack or the time machine, I think logistically it just doesn't seem to work. Although we did just get an interview with Nikolai, who looked very squirrely <laughs> as he uh, as he said, "Will they reunite this season?" I can't tell you. Um, well, so, yeah, I, I don't, don't think know. it's going to happen think, this look, season, but I no. think he's on his I way think, for next. Yeah, I feel totally. Like it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen this season. And look, if the spoilers about Jamie in the boat looking wearily to task <laughs> as they pass the <laughs> as they go to pass the island of True, I think that boat. <laughs> fairly well for a reunion in season six or it at least indicates that the showrunners haven't dropped the JB storyline which was yeah. to be honest uh, one of my fears after the whole rape um last season yeah. uh so yeah i think it's it's on not on this season though yeah Girl, what do you yeah. think i want to i want to hear okay. Giles' opinion on so this. this is what i think <laughs> so um <laughs> back when there, there was, they were doing reporting from Spain and the writer of one of the articles was very careful to mention that there was a male actor who did not want to be identified that was in the scenes in Spain who would be recognizable. And this is the, this is the publication that printed pictures of Tyrion, Jorah, Hisdar, Danny, blah, 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 blah. So obviously it's not one of them since they're literally in pictures. So there's some actor who's recognizable who is not known to be in those storylines, but was in those scenes. I think it's Varys. I and think I it think... was Bronn. Didn't, didn't we suss out that it was that yeah, it was, it was Bronn. Bronn they were talking about? Yeah, well, it was okay. What was fine. Fine, take away my well-reasoned argument. What are we talking about here? Kyle's taking a ball and going home. So back up, what was the article saying? The article was saying that they just talked to an actor who would be very recognizable who was in scenes in the in Spain but did not want his presence on the set noted. I think you said I'm not supposed to be here, right? Right. And I don't yeah. think that it's Braun because Braun's been all over every single thing. So I feel like it's I feel like it's not him. And I think it is Varys. And I think that if you look at the purple wedding scene, there's one person who is filmed to obviously notice something going on between Jamie and Brienne, and it's Varys. So what does this mean? I don't see I think it means on. that who and who would know all the shit going on in Westeros? Again, it's Varys. I just think Varys could easily be in Dorne, be planting that little seed in Jamie's head about where she is, and then and then he goes off and finds her. And I Maybe think it's that Varys who tells Jamie about Lancel and. Yep, maybe. <laughs> had a threesome with Lancel and Cersei. <laughs> and and, and that God, we have that the way that Nikolai. Thank you. We have the way that Nikolai's acted about every single, every single mention of it. We have Elfie Allen doing a "Don't speak, you know, shush your mouth" line to Gwen at comic at that Comic Con when someone was asking her about it, and. 
knowing that their storylines might actually intersect, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then we have the ultimate evidence of them being filmed or them being photographed together in Northern Ireland, not in Belfast, in an area that would seem to indicate that they were filming on location. So mm-hmm. it might know. be episode five ten, and I might be looking at the credits, but until that <laughs> until like beep comes on, I am gonna believe. I'm sold. <laughs> I am sold. It's on episode ten. Yeah, I I don't. I'm not. I'm not convinced that Varys is going to Dorne. I don't. I yeah, think, I mean that's like the yeah. sketchiest part of it. Yeah, I admit I, that's just. <laughs> I don't, and I'm, I'm, I do think it was Jerome Flynn that they, because he, we didn't, it wasn't, wasn't publicly known at that point. Um, right. This, yeah. I was going to say this was that he before was in that storyline. Except that he was yeah. filmed yeah. with fans, like next to Nick, like he was photographed with a bunch of fans next to Nikolai, so it wasn't like he was trying to keep. Yeah, his but that would have been that stuff would have come out after the actual yeah. article would have yeah. been yeah. the interview would have been done. Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll 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 see. If yeah. Ferris turns we'll out door and I'll eat some crow. You know what, Guile? I want you to be right. That's you want you to be right. I think we're Guile series here. I'm yeah. staking everything on this. I mean, what it comes down to is they do reunite. So yeah, why not have them reunite at the end of five? That's like a satisfying right. end of Jamie's journey. And well, I think to we all agree they should reunite. There's no question. No, what I'm is, is that season five, episode ten ends with Jamie and Brienne reunited, and then starting out. Of <laughs> I don't know. I think I could see them just having that letter burning moment, like a moment where he has to decide what what fork are you going to take in this road. And it's going to be mm-hmm. Brienne. Well, I can see really, that being the end of season five. Yeah. But Cersei's going to walk to be in done well. so a letter has to be before then. Yeah, mm. I, I would rather if they're going to do it, I want it to be done well. I don't want it to be sandwiched in kind of like they did the the battle at the wall. Like suddenly, oh, there's a battle. I don't want it to just be oh, there's a reunion. I want build up. I want it done yeah. properly. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I just want a reunion. Yeah. <laughs> five, like, yeah. like a 30 second guys. scene randomly just I don't tag. give a shit just have it happen reunification you guys I just realized did we actually talk about this spoiler that we heard that supposedly while Jamie is on the ship the on his way to Doran yeah. I briefly mentioned no. it um, yeah. I'll just Why don't you run it through it yeah. I should probably flesh it out because I don't know if I covered it properly. Essentially, what we've heard is that uh, whilst Jamie is on the boat on the way to dawn, uh, they, they pass an island. I think he asked the captain, oh, what's that? The captain replies, that's oh. Tarth. And Jamie's meant to get this really wistful look on his face. He starts crying, right? Oh, <laughs> so my heart will go on. <laughs> my heart will go on. Starts playing in the background. It's beautiful. And then Stoneheart. I'm the king of the world. Yeah, okay. He holds Ron at the front of the ship. Shh, shh, shh. Don't talk. (laughs) And scene. (laughs) Ron, like, hold him at the bow of the ship. Yep, yep. (laughs) In a wig. James Cameron will be directing, I presume. He's got the rifles on. Oh, okay, God. I'm going to say on that note, we've pretty much killed this season five preview. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. No, 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 no. Less than 24 hours, guys. We can make it. We'll finally start oh. seeing some of this stuff for ourselves and see what the hell's yeah. going on. Um, so do we have any thank yous from last week? We have one thank you. It's from Clotha Spindle. Oh, and it's her birthday today, so we should say happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, She says, I listened this 
up on a 15-foot ladder cleaning gutters. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't fall off from all the laughing. I love the Get Out Hall of Fame. The end of the eon was classic. And spouse cast highlights, just all of it. Good oh, stuff. God. Smiley face. Lot did such an awesome job editing and compiling it all. Oh man, she you sure guys did. She sure so did. So much work on this clip show. You have no idea. She did. Like months. It's been actual months of work. <laughs> She's it was like over 10 hours of editing for real. Oh, it was God. crazy. It was so much fun to listen to. Like, thank you yeah. so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm never doing it again, but thank you. <laughs> the one and only. The one and only clip show. One to 35. That's it. That's really <laughs> that it. it. <laughs> there are only good moments in episodes one to 35. No more. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, we did. We did have. Um, I was going to do it as questions on this, but we actually completely filled this episode without questions. We had uh, an iTunes review, right? Yeah. Yes. From yep. Mayday six five one, and we kind of love this because it was basically just asking us questions in the iTunes review, which is perfect. I if anyone else that. wants to I do this, that. please feel free. Um, we're gonna hit those questions on another podcast, I'm sure, um, in season five. So stay tuned, Mayday. Basically, mm-hmm. um, is that it for thank yous? That's it. All right. Well, guys, we've made it a year. Let's talk about this. This is this is we're about to celebrate a year of podcasting, which is a really, 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 really big this deal. This is like totally amazing because I thought we were only going to have about ten episodes. Yeah, who, really? Who the fuck you thought, thought, this you thought we'd have that many? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and oh, I just want to take the time to say I hate you guys. Get out. Thanks, oh, lady. fuck you, dude. It's amazing. We have like these guys. hundreds, hundreds of people, hundreds and hundreds actually of people listen to us every week, and we are so amazed that you guys have stuck with us. It's, it's been insane. awesome. It's been a crazy journey, and we've loved it, and we're so excited to get into the next season, and we're hoping to hear from more of you as that goes on. Speaking of which, we would definitely love some more iTunes reviews because it does help people find us on iTunes when they're looking for Game of Thrones podcasts, as that is what's about to start happening as the new season starts people start looking for podcasts so if you could send in those reviews that you've been hanging on to on itunes that would be great um you can of course always find us on tumblr at close the door and come here.tumblr.com we are at door podcast on twitter did i get that right you're right yep. yes yeah not back door not back door <laughs> not back door podcast we're not yeah, back door podcast not that interesting don't bother looking at that <laughs> disappointed by she really was she really you wanted to like twitter handle and that's what you do with it disappointed <laughs> <laughs> she wanted to send them a message i know and be like i love your name but they were so terrible she couldn't um <laughs> to do it and you can also knows how to twitter this is true this is true it said um, oh nikolai's on twitter although oh, yeah yeah that's our favorite new. stars do know how to twitter now is this public or private you guys private private say what you want yeah i think we're i think we're gonna have definite uh gwen and nick twitter podcast or twitter watches throughout the podcast this season probably sure. to see what they might say to one mm-hmm. another um and then you can also always reach us at our gmail which is close the door and at gmail.com did i get that right yep. Look at me, I'm on it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I even moderated this podcast. She can't remember that email. I know, it's one year, guys. Time. One year. <laughs> Two years. All right. Okay. 
We're so excited for the season, you guys. Thank you so much for sticking with us, and we hope to have you with us throughout the rest of this year. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.